Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Innovators Podcast. I'm Adam, and on this episode, I interviewed Tracy Ullman. Tracy is the Senior Director of Strategy and Project Management at America's Cultivation Corridor. Listen to hear our conversations about the new cohort in 2022, how they help new companies build their businesses in Iowa, and our thoughts on innovation. To learn more about the Cultivation Corridor, check out our previous podcast with Billy Hunt. I really enjoyed chatting with Tracy, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome back to the Innovators Podcast. Today, we're joined by the Senior Director of Strategy and Project Management, Tracy Ullman. Uh, hi, Tracy. Good morning, Adam. How are you? Good. Um, yeah, Tracy, do you want to kind of talk about what you do for Cultivation Corridor? Sure. And before I do, I just want to say thank you for giving us another opportunity to visit with you about the work that the Corridor is doing here in Iowa and also across the globe. So thank you for having us this morning. Absolutely. Um, as it pertains to my role specifically, um, the title is a little bit big. Um, <laughs> I would just say employed. <laughs> but what I'm currently working on for America's Cultivation Corridor is really working on strategy as it deals with um, what we're doing here in the state of Iowa for the ag and food industry and specifically international agricultural startups as they look at getting a foothold in the U.S. So one of the big initiatives that we have to do this and to bring companies in to Iowa and into the Midwest is a program called Cultivo. And that is really for companies that are looking at getting a foothold here in the next three years. So these are probably companies that have already been through some fundraising and have got an established customer base in their home country, but really want to take that next step and get into the U.S. Gotcha. That's that's really interesting. Um, so you've dealt with companies from kind of all over the globe then. Yeah, so we just finished up our second cohort. So they had a cohort um, in the spring of 2021, and then we had one again in the fall of 2021, which is when I joined the corridor. And the companies that we had represented um, businesses from the United Kingdom, Germany, Brazil. We even had one from Japan, wow. Canada. So. And India was also in there. So it was a good representation of a lot of different countries. Yeah, that's really incredible. When you're talking about the cohorts, um, what exactly is the process that they go through? Sure, that's a great question. Um, First of all, if they are interested in coming into the program and being part of Cultivo, um, we want them to understand that this is a little bit different than a normal accelerator or incubator for a startup. So this is a fee-based, tuition-based program that covers different topics from workforce and immigration through intellectual property, tax and finance strategies, growing your footprint in the US, a whole myriad of topics. Um, And it's really for companies that are a little bit more mature than some of the early stage development startups. So that's one thing. So they've gotta be ready for that type of curriculum. And then they will submit an application and we'll review those with some of our sponsors to make sure that we are doing a good selection process and getting companies that are really well suited to be in the Midwest or ready for the US in general. But we wanna make sure that we can help them. And one of the ways that we're helping these companies is by making unique one-on-one contacts with them 
and industry leaders. So if you look at the board of who we have supporting the corridor, it's Corteva and John Deere and Sue Cup and Kent and Kemen and the list is very long and I don't wanna leave anybody out, but if you go to our website, you can see the full list of members on our board and the investors of the corridor. And we wanna make sure that these folks have connections that fit their startup in our marketplace. So we're tailoring these these one-on-one -on -one connections and that's a huge deal. Absolutely. So then uh, when it comes to the connections, it, is it kind of the case where sometimes these companies will, you know, maybe buy out a smaller company or is it always just kind of like a support system? There are a number, that's a great question, Adam. So as these companies are making their one-on-one -on -one connections, they can do that in a number of ways. They can be mentored. They can look at having some kind of business agreement between the startup and the existing company here. Um, and some of them are actually acting as conduits for them to get connected to others. So as they see a product that they're like, this is really interesting. It doesn't necessarily tie into what we're doing today, but guess what? It's Iowa and it's very interconnected. And as almost anybody in agriculture knows, there are a lot of people in ag, but it's a really small industry and people know each other really closely. And so if they see something that they know another company is looking for, we've actually had numerous examples where they've made a connection beyond that first one from us. Right. Yeah, it is interesting how connected everything is in Iowa. I feel like you meet one person and you've met everyone they've ever met. Yeah, there's <laughs> no six degrees of separation. It might be three. <laughs> exactly. So it's really small, which yeah. is good. And the nice thing is, is that with the Cultivo program and the work that the Cultivation Corridor are doing, it is all about collaboration. So it's no um, accident that we're sitting at Collaboration Place here at the research park today because that's what we're all about. And the ag industry, um, not to sound very um, kind of hallmarky or anything, <laughs> but the ag industry is really interested in furthering things for food production, sustainability, and all of the good things. And if it doesn't work for somebody here, they may know somebody that can help you out or get connected or benefit from the work that these startups are doing. So lots of collaboration is happening all across the board. Absolutely. Um, and then when it comes to these, uh, these companies, is it kind of them seeking you out or are you guys as Cultivation Quarter like constantly looking into starting up businesses and uh, getting in contact with them? I would say there's a little bit of both. So Cultivo, we're just launching our third cohort. So we're still receiving applicants today and that will kick off in the spring of 2022. We have some that reach out to us organically. So there are things that we post out on uh, sites like Ag Funder News and different articles that will publish press releases and whatnot. And obviously we're trying to leverage social media. So LinkedIn and different places will carry some of our messaging around applications being open and it's on our website. So we do get a little bit of a pull from that, but we also reach out to different consulate offices and say, who do you have? Is there anybody that would benefit from a program like this? And then we're getting some from word of mouth too. So we had one participant in cohort one that came in to cohort two with another company. Mm. So it's interesting to see this kind of spreading that way as well. That is very cool. Um, what kind of companies do you guys look for then? Things that we can support. That's another good question. So things that are tied closely to the ag and food industry is critical, right? Right. And 
if they are tied to things like biologicals, so things that are replacing like synthetic fertilizers or promoting soil health, things like that are of interest to us. We're number one in the state for hogs, eggs, corn, number two for soybeans, number one for ethanol production. Things that are aligned with those types of businesses are ones that we are really good at helping with. But if it's tied to the food and ag industry, chances are pretty high that if you're ready for um, the next step and you've already got existing customers, that we can help. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's what Iowa's all about, too. Right, so. right. Um, so then, Tracy, as someone who's worked for John Deere, how is that kind of tied into your job? It's interesting. Um, agriculture, like we already talked about, is small. So having a footprint with John Deere was very helpful. And Corey Reed is going to be the chairman of the board for Cultivation Corridor starting this month yet. So there's a big tie for me there, which mm-hmm. is very nice to have. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> so having Corey on the board is really great. Um, and I think having experience with John Deere, I spent nearly 19 years with them full-time and almost 20 years altogether. It helps because I understand a lot from my experience with them about what is really important to customers. I spent a long time in the field with customer and product support. So I understand what it means when your combine breaks down in the middle of harvest, or if you have a variety that maybe got lodged and fell down because of derecho. I understand the ramifications of that and may not even have been the variety. I mean, 100 mile an hour winds will do that to basically anything, including your trees and your house. But what that means, the implications of that on a farmer's life and what that does upstream and downstream too, in terms of getting food into livestock feed and getting corn to the ethanol plants, it's big, right? So I think of agriculture as kind of an onion where you may understand one layer But as you move in or out of that, there are so many more layers that are just all building and interconnected off of one another. So this time with deer has given me a great insight to what corporate agriculture looks like. And it's very interesting to come over to the cultivation corridor and see what it looks like on this completely different end of the spectrum with the startups that are very small, very nimble, and really just taking the bull by the horns and trying to find out what they can do, how they can find their niche and carve that out and build a footprint for themselves. And again, just all this innovation that's happening around sustainability, biological products, biofuels, there is just no end of it. Monitoring food chain, traceability, <laughs> like the, the list just goes on and on. So it's very exciting to see the, the other end of the spectrum too. But they're complementary to have deer in the corridor together. That's so awesome that you've been in kind of every facet of it. And then now you're working with companies to help grow them. And so then you totally know what they should be at at each stage of the ballgame. Yeah, and if we don't know, we know people that do know. So that's one of the interesting things about the work with the corridor, too, is when folks come into that Cultivo program, they're connected. Our speakers and our roundtable hosts are all from the industry So you may have somebody in here that had a startup 20 years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, and you can see that progression and they have a chance to interact with them in a very small group. These Cultivo programs are not 30 people, 100 people, they're six to eight. 
So when you are coming in at that level, you get a lot of individualized training, a lot of great opportunities to speak with these leaders and ask questions because at some point in time, they've been in on the same journey so they can help them out with that. Absolutely. Okay, so then how does the work with the corridor kind of tie into the research park? Yeah, Adam, we work a lot with the Iowa State University Research Park. And some of the different ways that we work with the research park are through the Cultivo program that we've talked a little bit about. We offer the alumni of that program an affiliate status with the research park. Well, actually, you guys offer it to us, which is very, very generous. Um, And we've actually had three of the last six Cultivo participants go ahead and take that affiliate status. And that's really remarkable because that cohort just ended at the end of November 2021. So three of them have already signed on and are going to be looking into doing that and possibly test plots and some research here starting in 2022, which is very exciting. And another way that we're working with the research park and through the university is through the Ag EI or Ag Entrepreneurship Initiative and having a student project that is likely to kick off in the fall of 2022. So we are going to be working with Kevin Kimley to get that designed and to open up applications for the fall semester for students. So if you're a student here at the university and you're interested in that, please keep your eyes out for that as well. Awesome. So when it comes to each new cohort, what's kind of the thing that really excites you about, you know, meeting these entrepreneurs? There is so much to me that's exciting. Um, As I mentioned, I had a long time with John Deere, and that was fabulous. It really was an excellent experience. If anybody has an opportunity to go work there, I would highly recommend it. Um, But Deere is a big company, and so it can take a long time. I started at the Waterloo plant where we build tractors, so large root crop tractors. And those tractors are in development for years, potentially, and Mm -hmm. well, It's been years up to this point, but as innovation and agility comes into play, that timeline could obviously be shortened. But when I was there, it was years to get those things from concept through design and into the field. It took time. With these entrepreneurs, things are happening very fast. Technology is changing so quickly, and the needs that are being recognized out there are changing daily. So even things like carbon sequestration or what's happening with um, some of the potential biological products that are coming to the marketplace. How is that going to shuffle things around? There is so much new stuff coming out that it's every cohort is different. Every cohort is exciting. Every cohort has tons of potential in it. Yeah. And they're all different. So it's very exciting. Absolutely. It's probably really cool to see like all the innovative ideas that these, that these entrepreneurs have that, uh, you know, people hadn't thought of until just now. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to, you know, those innovative ideas, we're the Innovators Podcast. How would you define innovation? I would really define innovation as the creation of new and unique solutions to challenges that are either known or unknown. So that's one of the exciting things that's happening right now is we may not even know that there's an opportunity to do something completely different And here comes a startup with an idea that fills a gap that we didn't even recognize before. Mm -hmm. So that's what innovation means to me. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really cool. I think think that's totally true. And I think that really ties into what we do at the Research Park here, too. Mm -hmm. We're constantly, you know, raising the bar. Yes, absolutely. Um, And then where do you think the cohort will be in maybe five years? 
I think that's a really interesting question. So that's one that we are working on with our board of investors right now is what does this look like? I mean, this is in its infancy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And where will things be in five years? Does that look like a graduate program? Does that look like what are we doing to foster companies that maybe already have a foothold in the U.S.? Does it look like us coming up with our own ideas? That's still to be determined, but it's something we're looking at with our board. It's very cool to be starting something new that's going to be, you know, so beneficial for, yes, these entrepreneurs, but also for Iowa as a whole. I just, uh, one more question is just how close a contact do you guys keep with your past cohort members? Very close. That's another great question, Adam. So actually, we just scheduled with one of our cohort one um, alumni to come and speak with the cohort two alumni. Mm. So that... Those two groups are overlapping. We're still facilitating that. Uh, we have a few of the cohort two attendees have already been coming through the U.S. Um, even amidst the pandemic. So we keep close contact with them, and they, the classes may end, but the relationships don't. Those Absolutely. continue forward. That's very cool. Who knows? Maybe in maybe in five years, your cohort ones will be the. John Deere to the new cohorts. It, it very well could happen. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining today, Tracy. Uh, do you have anything else that you'd like to share before we uh, before we close out? Maybe a plug or any kind? Yeah, if you haven't had a chance to check out America's Cultivation Corridor, I would highly recommend you check us out on LinkedIn. You can find our website out there. And if anybody ever has any questions for us or has a great idea or anything like that, um, we are not a traditional accelerator incubator. We can't help you out with financing, but if you are curious about connections, you can hit us up through any of those channels and we're happy to help. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. Thank you so much, Adam. Yeah.